Hello everyone, this is Chris Dale from BeatDiabetesBlog.com Doing a little something different out of the studio today in this podcast. I want to just do a little walk around. So this is again on a lunch break. I fasted about 18 hours so far. I'm probably going to go about 19 before my first meal. I'm doing the 18 hour, 6 hour eating window in a day. So I thought a good topic would be talk about fasting today. With fasting, there are different ways to do it. You hear about the extended day fast. There's five day fast. There's seven days, 10 days. I've even heard of the 40 day fast, just like the Jesus fast, right? So it can be done in the human body. In fact, there's a very popular YouTuber named the Life Regenerator, Dan McDonald, who's I just found out doing a 28 day out of 40 fast as of now. So he's doing well, I'm very proud of him. He's one of my inspirations. If you haven't checked out his channel yet, he talks about fasting and going very, very deep into it. I wanna recommend that you always consult with your physician or clinic if you're gonna do anything unsupervised that's longer than seven days because you do need medical supervision in most cases. However, if you are super healthy, you may be able to be a Dan the man. Personally, I'm working with intermittent fasting. I found that it's something that I can maintain in my body, that skipping breakfast is not something that uh, isn't gonna harm me. I'm able to do two meals a day or even move up to the, the OMAD, the one meal a day. And that'll be like going 23 hours and then having the one big meal in about one hour's time. Again, it's beautiful out here. I decided to opt for a podcast instead of a video. So as I go through this, I will share just the tips on doing well in intermittent fasting. So how does my body feel right now after 18 hours of fasting? I can tell you it feels great. It feels awesome. I feel like I'm living off of ketones. Ketones are what keeps you going as you express a need for more energy. Your body works to compensate and break down ketones, which are your fuel source from fat. They will supplement sugar that goes into your body and you can basically live off your belly fat and other sources your fat pockets, under the arms, all those areas that are full of fat. One thing about fasting that we need to talk about, and that's exercise. Because most people think, I can't fast and do exercise at the same time, or I can't exercise with no energy in my body. But again, you do have an alternate fuel source when you're keto adapted, that's when ketones are running through your body to supplement your blood sugar. So exercise actually is more effective on a fast. You are gonna burn three times as much fat if you exercise fasted. And I'm just doing a simple brisk walk. I'm not gonna spend more than 30 minutes out here getting some sunshine, which is also a good thing to mention about vitamin D levels and overcoming diabetes. Diabetes thrives when you don't have vitamin D, when you don't have sunlight. So activating vitamin D through a supplement 
either fish oil based vitamin D3 or actually getting out there and getting in a good hour of sun uh, is, is something that I definitely recommend and I'm wearing short sleeves today to make sure that I capture as much as I can for better results you want to be wearing shorts and if you can at all be barefoot get this get your skin to activate capture as much sunlight as possible but more on that in another podcast so with fasting and exercise it really is the key to anti-aging a lot of people have talked about a calorie restriction diet with calorie restriction you're changing the epigenesis of your body you're recreating cells in your body you're turning back the time and alleviating all the built-up toxicity in your body your body is smart it has a process called autophagy where it recycles cleans out proteins rebuilds them and reuses them and puts them back in place into a solid protein think of the survival of the fittest the Darwinian concept. Your cells will recycle themselves. Okay, the, the bad will go and the good will regenerate. All right, adding fuel to that through healthy fats, healthy proteins, and really minimizing the amount of carbohydrates in your body. It's gonna allow you a system that can be flush full of health and that can regenerate the cells that need to be regenerated. So intermittent fasting, why aren't more people doing it? Well, are they afraid to do something different? Are they just not familiar with the concepts? Or they just flat out believe that they can't do it? A lot of intermittent fasting mindset comes from actually doing it and feeling how good your body can feel. You can start small, you can actually do three meals, and that's even better than what most people do. Most people are on a five meal, six meal, and a dessert type plan. They've been taught that snacking is good. Bring some, bring some extra snack, some extra goodies. You don't wanna starve. You don't want your brain to break down. You know, drink coffee all day long. We're used to consuming. We're in a consumer environment. There are grocery stores everywhere, liquor stores, convenience stores. We're told to bulk up when we go to Costco, buy the bulk pack and have plenty to go around. We live in a first world society and abundance has taken precedence where we think that we need so much food but really we're not a nation that is starving we're not a nation that's undernourished we have too much nutrition we have overnutrition, not malnutrition and when too much nutrition comes into the body there's an excess and that excess takes a toll and does damage on our body so eating less eating less frequently and eating more healthily will actually save ourselves. They say diabetes is a disease of excess, of affluence. We're an affluent society on most terms. Most of us are not poor in this country, although there are quite a few people who eat poor diets. So why do we eat the way we eat? 
I'd say we've been taught to do it that way. <laughs> we have a survival mechanism that prevents us from starving to death. It's called ketosis. Back in the day, the Paleolithic era, our bodies were accustomed to eating by the season. Why do we no longer eat by the season? Well, we're a global marketplace now. We can get grapes from Chile, avocados from Mexico. We don't have to go out and move to find food. Food comes to us by the truckload. We can pretty much find anything year round in a grocery store. Now, is it the most healthy for us? Probably not. Is it the freshest? No. If we live in the Midwest and we're banking on California food to come all the way over, it's not the freshest. Not to say that eating fresh produce is a bad thing because obviously it's better than the alternative of meat, dairy, just crappy fast food. We can do better than that. So what I'm getting at here is that we were made to survive and made to survive on little. You eat when the bounty is there and we don't eat when the bounty is not there. We, we live off of what we have. So I'm gonna wrap this up just a little bit about intermittent fasting and exercise and how it works. It's an anti-aging concept. We've been doing it for thousands of years, if not longer. And you too can intermittent fast. It takes discipline, but once it's in place, the body takes over and controls the mind. It does the better work for us on our behalf. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I've got more to share. If you like hearing more about fasting, Please chime in and leave a comment wherever this may be distributed, whatever podcast directory it's in, and I'll share more information about it in future shows. And for more updates and news, turn to beatdiabetesblog.com.